All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Two Friends podcast, where each week, two friends watch something and talk about it. That's the podcast. Here we are. I'm Josh. I'm Summer. And we're the two friends. Yeah, what if we weren't the two friends? Oh, what are we secretly em- enemies? And there's a like, what if we were just plot? two people who stole this podcast and we were just pretending to be two friends? Like, they never know. No, no one would ever know unless we actually posted this part, in which now they do know that I don't even know you and you could be a 45 year old man grooming right. me. Exactly. I think they will never know. This probably won't make it into the podcast. Maybe it will. <laughs> I'm not editing it. All right. So, you know, I was thinking <laughs> we talked about a lot of movies to start off this podcast with. Okay. And, you know, what better movie than to go with the 2007 plastic animated film, B-Movie? Debatable, but continue. You know, I actually, like, I was Googling it, and it's not called The B-Movie. It's just B-Movie. It just deserves the the. It's got its It doesn't get the title. It's just B-Movie. No, the producers, whoever named it, didn't give it the the, but the millennials and the Gen Z did because we know that it deserves it. I can't believe we're talking about B-Movie. You're the one who decided (laughs) this. (laughs) All right, B-Movie got directed by Steve Hickner and Simon J. Smith. Can you imagine being someone that has to admit, like, yeah, I I directed the B-Movie? I would brag about it constantly. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never... I've never heard of Steve Hickner or Simon J. Smith as any any other work, so I don't think they really made a career out of themselves. Well, that's research for another time. Maybe we could do another one of their movies, if they do exist, after this. They probably did Ants. They probably just do Bugs movies for DreamWorks. Ants was also a masterpiece, except for visually and dialogue-wise, but everything else about it is a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally not just, like, a bug's life, but worse. <laughs> All right, yeah, runtime, 91 minutes. Just clocking over that hour and a half mark. It still felt long. It's still ridiculously really long. long every single time. Rated G? No, actually, this was, like, one of the last DreamWorks movies to be rated G. Well, they it's... went to PG. It shouldn't even be rated G because in the middle of the movie, some old creep goes, oh, those grasshoppers' legs drove me wild all night. And then See, when I, I other things. I never watched it before this week, so I thought it was about the romance between the bee and the woman. No, no, no. That's just like an underlying And so I was very line. confused. Yeah, that was just one of many. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't what I thought. Well, that's the fandom's job, you know, B-movie fandom, to create that romantic storyline for you to indulge in later. How much B-movie fanfiction do you think there is out there? Do you think that's like there's a whole subreddit? Or just... Oh, for sure. For sure a subreddit. For sure. I haven't seen it, but I know it exists. Fanfiction, I think... There needs to be more. Like, there's definitely, like, a Barry B. Benson, ex-current president, ex-Lion King, ex-Sonic, but is there actually a Barry B. Benson, ex-Vanessa, that we all know? I need, I need a B-movie fan club. (laughs) I feel like I'd have to search for it, but, you know, it's out there. You could start one. Who's stopping you? All right, we got Jerry Seinfeld as Barry B. Benson. Jerry Seinfeld from the hit mo- hit show Seinfeld. Fantastic choice. Got Renee Zellweger as Vanessa Bloom. Do you know Renee Zellweger recently won a Best Actress Oscar? And I'm like, okay, she's a good actor. I'm excited to see what she does with the B movie. <laughs> and then afterward, I'm like, okay. That was I- Vanessa's Renee's voice work amazing 10 out of 10 couldn't have heard anything better 
another one I found interesting was Matthew Broderick as Adam. Matthew Broderick was um he was Simba from The Lion King. Oh. Yeah, now he's Adam, this random. He's like the B friend of Barry. Mm-hmm. Very important role. The long boy of the group. And then there was just like random people in this movie. Like Oprah was in it and I didn't even hear her. And then I looked at the cast and I'm like, Oprah's in this. Oprah as who? She was like the judge in the courtroom. That makes sense. I just, I don't, does Oprah act anymore? This was in 2007. What do you mean more? Yeah, I don't, I feel like (laughs) she could have an acting career. Oprah does nothing. She just sits on her throne made of cash and looks down upon all of the people that don't have as good of a life as she does. It's still amazing, though. Oprah's still amazing. Oprah is a god, of course. There was Larry King as B. Larry King as the character. Oh, I couldn't... I couldn't tell. And then there was just, like, random cameos. Like, we had Ray Liotta just have a prominent role in this as the guy in the honey. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. I'm watching, I'm like, why is is this actor, (laughs) Ray Liotta such a big part of it and then there was like sting from the band i feel like it wasn't necessary but it was inevitable we got the walmart bargain bin of guest actors to be in (laughs) (laughs) dude you want me to start off some b-movie trivia of course and then we'll get into the notes that we have yeah um B-movie trivia. Originally called Roach Motel. It was going to be some roaches, but changed because Jerry is scared of roaches. So they changed it to bees. What was his original role? It was still him? It was still him. He was still going to be like the main part of it. See, he, another trivia, Jerry got inspired to make this movie because his wife took up beekeeping. And she was spending too much time with the bees instead of him. And so he's like, what if that's a movie? Genius. And that's how we got the bee movie. Absolute genius. We also ben- got some other actors that were considered for Barry B. Benson, David Spade, of like <laughs> Adam Sandler comedy fame. The and then the other one I found was Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. I would have genuinely liked the movie more if it was Paul Rudd. I wonder how old Paul Rudd is. Isn't he like 50? I would say late 40s. I mean, he was 20 in like the eighth season of Friends when he played Phoebe's boyfriend. So. Still can watch Friends. You have to. It's necessary. Yeah, well, I I mean, HBO Max dropped, so now I have a chance to watch Friends. HBO Max is a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, we need to get a sponsorship. I'm going to mention brands and not get a sponsorship. Just name dropping constantly. We're going to get one eventually. Or so I sent you. I sent you the trailer, original trailer, where it was a live action trailer featuring Jerry Seinfeld as Barry B. Benson in a giant bee suit with all the cast. And, like, the first trailer is them from that scene where they're on the car windshield. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then they do another trailer following up to that where Barry's just kind of, like, on the edge of a window. He's still in live action. And then he crashes and breaks the set, and Jerry Seinfeld gets all mad. And then Steven Spielberg randomly shows up, and he's like, Jerry, this this is not the way to go. It should be cartoon. And then it becomes an animated movie. And it's just so bizarre. I hated it. More than the movie. (laughs) I kind of want to see a live action B-movie. I I don't think I could prospect how weird that would be. Do you want it like a Cats live action or like a Lion King live action? Yes, exactly as terrible as Cats. Weird CGI (laughs) everything. Is, like, the sexual dancing also a part of this? Yes, yes. It's basically cast, but with bees. 
Okay. And then Chris Rock plays Mosquito. You know, mm. If you're directing it, I'll watch it. See, that's the thing. Back then, it would probably be like suits, but now it'd just be terrible CGI. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I'd feel about that. Probably be terrible. I might like it more than I liked um, live-action Lion King, but I'm biased because I don't like the Lion King. Speaking of cats, we're totally going to do cats for one of these episodes, right? Yeah, that's also inevitable. Yes. Cats, we can't do the B-movie and not like and that be the only garbage thing that we do. I feel like at some point we have to do actual good stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, the B-movie, cats. Maybe it's like every three good things, there's just total garbage. Right, right. Dude, here's a here's a bee movie fact that everyone needs to know. Okay. All of the bees in the movie have brown eyes, except for Barry and Barry's dad. Who have blue eyes. Ah, because Barry's a different boy. He's the only one. Well, no, Barry's dad is blue eyes. Hmm. Then who's yeah. Barry's Barry? You got so disappointed. You were like, oh, Barry's the chosen one. Barry's the and chosen then, one. And his Barry's dad, dad his dad's the genetic fault in the line. But Barry's the chosen one because he has blue eyes and a American mind. <laughs> Barry B. Benson. I would love to get into the social and political structures of the bee. The B movie. Mm-hmm. This film has surprisingly like preachy messaging, and I was, I was watching it first, and they're like, "What if you didn't know that bees drove cars and had different jobs and stuff?" And then it turns into like this whole thing where the humans are stealing honey, and mm-hmm. it's a whole like race war. But instead of races, it's it's the human race versus the, what do you call it, the bee race? The I mean, bee... I don't know what else you call Yeah, the bee race. That's like their species. Bee yeah, race. So I'm watching it, and they're in the courtroom, and Ray Liotta's just jumping up, and I'm like, what is this? I'm, I'm amazed, but at the same time, disgusted by the fact that this <laughs> Within the first 10 minutes of this film, 10 minutes and 59 seconds, I had a page and a half of things about everything, like inconsistencies, gross visual things, and all of the social structure that I thought of. Oh, I need to hear some of that. Three theories. The one that you said about the race war caught that. Second, communism. (laughs) All right, no, communism. How did you get that? I did not pick up on it. So it's like... 18 like 19th century russia where it's like not 19th century russia whenever russia was a communist country still is kind of right communism bee testing you saw in the beginning of the movie where they were testing on a bee all these did like bee sprays shoes fly swatters all of oh them. with this with the with a couple different swatters that they were using yeah a- equivalent to human testing second of all conformity almost everyone looks the same with just a little bit of wiggle room same haircuts kim jong-un written all over it might be communism and then there's also monarchy because of the queen technically but it's definitely communism also this entire movie is so jewish (laughs) yeah well that's jerry that's seinfeld man be like when his mom goes i hope she's b-ish Killed me. Best part of the movie. <laughs> and going back and to communism, Barry B. Benson is America. <laughs> there's got to be so much, so much fan theories and fan fiction for this film. Mm-hmm. I need to find. I'm gonna find that subreddit after this podcast. Now, everyone, it's gonna, it's gonna be a thing. I'll what? make it if it doesn't exist. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What is a bee's sense of time within this universe? It was weird because it seemed like they didn't see the sun at all. But then there's another scene in the movie where 
Barry's talking to Vanessa and he's like, oh, I just live right over there. And she's like, oh, right by the river. And he's like, yeah, right by that, right by um, the river. And he names the river like he knows what it is. And I'm like, how do you know your location if you've never like left? Mm-hmm. So I assume they were all enclosed. But... I wrote down somewhere, same colloquialisms, has no, but has no concept of tennis ball. They didn't seem to follow any type of rules. Elementary school, middle school, high school, college, all three days. And then he blatantly disregards the, the concept of death, but then is absolutely disturbed by the, by the concept of doing one job forever. Was the whole school, all three, a few days, or was every different section a few days? Every section was three days. Oh, okay, because he's like, I remember the part where he he says that he went up study abroad for like a whole day and they're like, yeah, you came back changed, man. <laughs> and I'm like, if that was only three days altogether, that means he took like a third of the day the whole time off. Like skipping like half of elementary school and that's where Barry is. And that's exactly why he's not conforming. If he That didn't... would make a lot of sense. If he didn't skip the second day of elementary school, he would have been a stirrer, and he would have been a bomb at it. Barry Benson. I'm gonna keep saying his name. <laughs> Every time there's a bout of silence, just Barry B. Benson. I just can't believe, like, Gary said that he pitched this to Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, a claimed filmmaker, as a joke, and then Steven Spielberg was like, dude, you should make this. And I look at Steve and I'm like, what? Okay. I wish okay, Steve. I didn't believe you. <laughs> I really wish I didn't. I gotta be honest, like, DreamWorks was hitting it off back in the day. They had Shrek, the movie, obviously the acclaimed movie, and like, what are they doing now? <laughs> Don't they have um, Boss Baby? Isn't that what they do now? They did Boss Baby. They have another movie coming out that I completely forgot the name of. Yeah, because, like, who watches DreamWorks? They did How to Train Your Dragon, didn't they? They did How to Train Your Dragon. Their peak was, like, 2013, and it all went down from there. Their peak was never. Their peak was Shrek being a meme, and that's it. No, there were some gems, okay? First of all. I though. love how, like, in the trivia, I got the trivia off IMDb, they're like, the B-movie had a sudden resurgence of popularity after becoming an, in quotes, internet meme. <laughs> and then they're like, the most popular YouTube video was the one where it's the B-movie, but every time they say B, it gets faster, and it's only like 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. They do say B a lot. Yeah. And there's a lot of bad B puns. I... And it came to the point where they were just using, like, the regular... Word B, not a B. And I was just like, Benny, you see that? They said B. And he's like, dude, stop. You're going insane. I was almost impressed by the amount of B puns that they shoved in. If there was any less, it wouldn't be enough. Impressed is an understatement to this. You're flabbergasted. Amazed. Confused. Changed forever. No, wrong direction. Change forever would be a good. Are there any visual things that you noticed or were disgusted by in the watching of this movie? I mean, just it's 2007 animation. So we get to that awkward CG. I miss the 2D stuff. I really like 2D animation. Mm -hmm. And we move into the CG stuff. And sometimes it's, it's hilarious, like Shrek. But then other times it's just like, okay, all these bees look exactly the same. <gasps> okay. Hold on. We're going to circle back to this in a second. But there is serious fan fiction. <laughs> there is fan fiction. My honey, Barry B. Benson, ex-reader, and Barry B. Benson, lemon. Are you aware what a lemon means? <laughs> um, I think we're going to not go 
deep into that. Just checking, because some people don't know what that means. <laughs> you have bees in your stomach? Okay, continue. Visual. Our our ratings are going to go so down if we start talking about being movie fan fiction and lemons. Don't you mean up? There's a picture of Hillary Clinton in this one. Oh, that that's intriguing. <laughs> I, I think Barry could get some. I mean, he was getting Vanessa. I mean, Vanessa, I feel like she needs she needed to be, like, really wooed and serenaded. And, you know, what's-his-face, Chad, whatever his name was, didn't do that for her. And Barry B. Benson didn't have the time because he sued the human race. He doesn't have time <laughs> for romancing. That's probably what made her attracted to him. Just, like, the utter disregard for her. And she's like, oh, oh my bee. <laughs> Vanessa likes bad bugs. Honestly? One of the characters that I came out of it super surprised that I liked him so much was Vanessa's boyfriend, Ken. That, Is that his name? I thought it was Chad, but that's just my subconscious. Oh, he is a Chad, but he's, it must, it's must it got to be Ken. He's also a Kronk. That character is just... I think that's who Jerry Seinfeld was actually trying to, to play. Because that is Jerry Seinfeld. He made this movie because his wife was too focused on a bee. And I see Ken, I see Jerry and Ken. Yeah. It's very, sure. very layered. The only reason Jerry didn't play Ken is because he can't yell as good as that voice actor does. Yeah, that was Patrick Warburton. He voices um memorably Joe from Family Guy. <laughs> That's probably the only thing I can name off the top of my head. Vanessa's boy toy, though, severely underdeveloped character. I want a backstory. Why we need a prequel film. Why is he like that? I need to know. He was super into tennis, and I mean, I'm a tennis guy myself, and I'm just like, dude, you're pushing it really far. He wanted to, With like, severely injure Vanessa's grandmother, and I think that's something to talk about. Yeah. Alright. So. Ken. That's it. That's the sentence. It's just Ken. Thank you for that. (laughs) Can we touch on the underlying constant incest? It does feel really incesty. And I'm, I'm like, this isn't Game of Thrones. This is the B movie. Yeah, this. It's like uh, it was already weird that Barry was trying to hook up with the human Vanessa, but then like it's weird that Barry's parents are together considering they're cousins, and that everything is like that. That bothered me so much more than Vanessa. All right, and and then they brought it back again. When Barry made a comment when he was rubbing pollen all over himself sensually, and then Adam had to check back in and go, Oh, aren't those our cousins too? Completely disregarded. <laughs> those are the cute cousins. It didn't need to be mentioned twice. Once was too much. So many. The fact that this movie wasn't just a movie with the title and it became like this thing about racism and social political things. Just, it's the most that I've watched in a long One of the last things that I wrote was anti-Semitism? Question mark? <laughs> um, maybe? Doesn't he say something about semantics in the movie? Does he? I mean, I there was a point after the 10-minute mark where my wrist started right. hurting, and I just wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't into it as much as I was. Yeah, this is your, what, your second viewing? My third viewing. We watched it in science class. In Does it grade. improve upon rewatch? Because I'm a first-time watcher. Upon rewatch, there are a lot of things you didn't notice before. Like before, when I watched it the first time, I didn't notice that at 7.02, B guzzles honey gas. 
What? And then gets yelled at. I love how you have timestamps <laughs> for the different sections. I have a few timestamps I checked. It was important. Here's the me. thing that really bothered me was people's reaction to bees talking. Because in some instances, like Vanessa, she was just like, oh, I'm crazy. And, he's, and Barry was like, no, you're not. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she just rolls with it. And then other times people just flip out when a bee talks. She didn't roll with it, though. You know how you're like, oh, I'm in a dream. I'm going to pinch tried, myself. She stabbed she herself in herself. the hand She's... or something. Yeah, in the hand, in the back of the hand where your most important tendons are. And there were marks. Like, she drew blood. And then she just went about her day and made Barry B. Benson a coffee, put a straw in it, and was like, let's yeah. have tea on the top of my apartment. Can you imagine being that guy? What was he doing? Like, painting the door? And he just sees... He was a, a woman man. having coffee with a bee. <laughs> he was too far away to see the bee, and Vanessa took advantage of that, and she's like, just having two cups of coffee! And blood is, like, streaming down her limbs. She's covered in blood, she's having coffee with a bee, and she does not but, care. But, like, here's Joshua. the thing, is that they have the court meeting where Barry and the court case, and the whole... The first part of that court case is all the cameras are like, do bees actually talk? You remember that? And they were all so curious. Mm -hmm. And so Barry talks and it's recorded on TV and stuff. And then later in the movie, he talks to a human when he was trying to steal honey or something and he freaks out. And I'm like, dude, did you not watch like the show? I feel like that'd be a bigger thing and people would already know. That whole thing felt like it didn't even, that whole sequence of him, like, sword fighting with a pushpin or whatever, it didn't even feel like it was a part of the movie. It was like, but Barry B. Benson thought was going to happen, and then it, it would be, like, a dream or whatever, and then it would snap back. But I feel it like Gary happened. had one idea, and then they just jumped ten more ideas, because they didn't have enough runtime. And even, we're, we only have 91 minutes, it's not even that long. Mm-hmm. But it still feels overstuffed and extremely tiresome. I mean, the first five minutes of that movie, Jerry Seinfeld talks like 300 words a minute. He talks it's... so fast. And then the whole other time, like the rest of the movie, he talks at a normal pace. And it's not just because he's a bee that he's talking It's fast. weird. It felt like I was watching an episode of Seinfeld and then they just like dubbed it over with animations of bees. And I'm like, this doesn't really... Mm-hmm. I mean, in general, like, it was, like, Jerry speaking was good, but in the beginning, do you remember the part when he entered the graduation ceremony, and he goes, there's a lot of pop, and then it's a dead silence for four <laughs> seconds, under the circumstance. So many of these jokes do not land, and it's, it's mostly because Jerry Seinfeld it's- feels so dated. <laughs> and it's, it's 2007, mm-hmm. it's not that that far off from the 90s when he was a hit. Seven years can do a lot to This a man just Joshua. disappeared after the beam of being huh? Like, he had a Netflix special recently. So, he hasn't done much else. Uh, yeah, it's Coffee with Comedians. And that's it, unless he was in, like, other movies. I cannot. They need to do a Seinfeld, like, reunion. I don't think it needs a revival. But a, a reunion would be nice, like the Friends reunion. I don't know if now is an appropriate time because um, didn't isn't his name Jerry Stiller just died? Oh, it's um Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah. Yeah, I always want to call him Ben. Ben Stiller's not an actor. He disappeared, didn't he? Yeah, he was on um, Kelly. And Ryan, I don't know if like your mom watches that. I don't think anyone watches but Kelly and Ryan. He's so old. My mom does. Yeah, she's the one person who watches Kelly but... and Ryan besides maybe Kelly. <laughs> ben Stiller is so old. His hair is like really gray 
And then directly after that, my dad watched Night at the Museum, and it was so freaky. I, I need to go back to Night at the Museum. I remember that movie. Never revisited it since I was like, I don't even know and... which one it was. Have you seen all of them? No, I don't just know, like, like the, three. the first one. Is the first one where he makes out with Amelia Earhart? Or no? I couldn't tell you a single thing about Night at the Museum, except for, like... I remember Teddy Roosevelt was like a big part of it, and then Ben Stiller. Oh yeah, that was definitely yeah, the first yeah. one. <laughs> I'm just—I don't remember half of the stuff that I wrote. So, all caps, multiple punctuation marks. B immigrants. immigrants. The... Oh, I know why. I don't remember that. Um, when they're. When they're on the bus, they have, they say, like, keep your hands and arms in or whatever. But then they have, after that, they have a Spanish That's what I was like, like, these bees speak Spanish, too? Who speaks Spanish? Like, which bees does that? (laughs) Where are the Mexican bees in this movie? (laughs) Part seven of just bizarre things. So everyone works every day in the bee population, and they all have specific jobs to help with getting honey or doing honey, right? Like pollinating. Mm-hmm. But the only person who doesn't is Bee Larry King, who just hosts the <laughs> Bee Larry King show. And then there's also like news people, too. I'm like, some... you guys aren't really contributing, are you? Do, like, the news bees also get to go out and see what's happening? Where are they getting their I assume it was from the jocks, like, the people that go out and come back. It's just, I was confused Mm. as to who was allowed to leave and who wasn't. The whole bee structure Mm -hmm. is something that needs to be explored. Exactly. Like, there's all a total lack of, like, world building in this movie. I feel like that comes with just being <laughs> a kid's movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. But I was, I was actually <laughs> digging the whole B world building, and then it just didn't happen. And I was left with so many questions. My, most of my questions... Like, I wrote this down, and all of my questions stemmed off from this from thenceforward. Frankie's funeral. Completely brushed over. Barry doesn't Barry care. does not care. What if, like, what, bees in general, what's their view on death? Does it matter? Like, they're having a funeral, so well, it has I, to. I assume like, they were basically immortal after Barry's friend Adam loses his stinger and then survives. Because they have, like, a transfusion or something. I'm like, these guys just don't die. Not a transfusion. They shove a plastic sword up his butt. And then they're like, fix it! <laughs> they're still celery I, on for the one, sword. That's I, like for one, thought thing. it was very nuanced. And a very layered procedure. <laughs> but, yeah, sure. Stuff his butt. I don't know if you should describe a medical procedure as nuanced. But yeah, I mean, on. it's metaphorical for something i also want an exact number of how many graduations are there in a day for them to go congratulations class of like nine um, graduating class of nine nine oh you have the exact time you're right <laughs> yeah the, I, I wrote it that's down. the problem i just i didn't grow up on the b movie like so many people did i'm a i'm a, <laughs> I'm a newcomer newcomer fan I think you missed it by, like, a year. I think my... Um, 2003 is, like, the last one that was, like, oh, my God, the B movie. It just... It was such a big thing. I don't think it's that bad. Like, then again, Shrek was a huge thing. And that's kind of died down. Mm-hmm. But there is literally nothing better than in, like, the last Shrek movie when um, the fairy godmother is singing I Need a Hero. That's another one we have to do. Shrek. But, like, not the original Shrek that people love. Like, Shrek Forever After that people hate. That's that's how mm-hmm. we'll lose listeners. That's another one that I, like, have, like, three pages of notes on. 
I just I can't really. It's it's conflicting because <laughs> I actually do enjoy it throughout, but at the same time, I'm checking my watch every ten minutes. Metaphoric, my phone. I'm checking the time, and I'm like, it's been forty. At its core, it's not terrible. It's just one, it feels forever, and two, the entire movie is one giant inconsistency. Yeah, for sure. What else do you have on it? What other notes do hmm? you have on it? Um, they talk about money a lot. First of all, why do they have the same counting system as humans do? That doesn't well, make any sense. Second of all, who is paying them? I- it's their whole society, man. All I can think about is B. Larry King. And that his name is B. Larry King. We're taking this movie <laughs> way too seriously. But, you know. That's the whole point of the podcast, though. We what need, are we going to do? Listeners want sit us, here for an hour and say it's okay? Want us to digest this. All right. All right. You have to go. Favorite scene. What do you got? Favorite scene. Okay. I need to I need a moment. Um I wrote down window scene highly underrated. Window scene. When he's just like when he is narrating, he's like slamming himself against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Fav- favorite scene without being sarcastic, favorite scene. All right. There's a lot to choose from for a favorite scene. <laughs> I mean obviously like the iconic one would be uh you like jazz which is just a whole thing (laughs) there's every scene with ken vanessa's boyfriend Mm -hmm. but i'm probably gonna go gonna have to go with the dream sequence in which barry (laughs) and vanessa are having a picnic and it's like a romantic thing (laughs) and then another bug lands on vanessa and she just smashes it. And Barry looks at her, like, disgusted. And then they both laugh it off. And I'm just like, what am I watching? Why did, they, why did there need to be a dream sequence? Wait, can I change, can I change oh, my sure. answer? Yeah, that's how the B-movie is. I <laughs> Top favorite scene of all time when... Uh, Vanessa's boyfriend, I still don't know his name, I'm not sure it's Ken either, is sitting at the other end of the table and Barry is sitting, using like Barbie furniture, eating crumbs <laughs> and half of a pea and there's like, you could cut that tension there's with so a There's so much tension pick. there. I Like, I don't like the fighting, like him trying to kill Barry, it's just everything leading I'm up to that. I'm telling you, and Kevin is so un- Ken is so underrated. I said his name wrong. If it's not Ken, this is going to be an embarrassing episode. I'm, I'm I've said Ken now. so many times. We probably, I probably should have done more prep, but all I can think about is the, the boyfriend who plays Ken. Oh, it is Ken. I was, yes, you were right. Full name Kenneth, in case you we were We need wondering. to touch on the fact at how the humans were keeping the bees under control was like getting them addicted to smoke machines and this was just like a minor plot that the bees were drug addicts i just realized yeah, something true. okay so i wrote down like human kept bees like their beehives equals the ghetto and you know there's that whole theory that um cigarette companies are targeting um, like impoverished right, white communities right. and making that and making everything worse. That is the hive, the human hives. That's the whole thing with their smoke guns. That's it. I feel like bees can't represent African Americans if Jerry Seinfeld plays the bee. It just, it, <laughs> it, I didn't say it was it okay. Doesn't. No, but it's such a like, it's a thing that Barry brings into the court case all of a sudden at the end, and he's like, they're getting addicted to smoke. And then all of a sudden, he wins the case based on that. And I'm just like, how does that win the mm-hmm. case? Because it's, like, abuse or whatever. 
he completely forgets about it until then, even though that's, like, a crucial thing. It's like watching, like, it's like watching your family die, and then he's standing there in these crappy apartments, and then everyone's like, how do you just forget that? Gotta be honest, I assumed Chris Rock as, like, the mosquito was gonna be a bigger part when he was first introduced, and he was just Mm -hmm. not. And I'm like, why did we get Chris Rock to be in this? Are mosquitoes just like all? Are they all? They have to all be. I think that's the thing. They're the real Mm -hmm. poor people. I mean, I mean, bees are bad, but mosquitoes, bunch of drug addicts. Mosquitoes are just generally oppressed. The bee wasn't. Weren't the like bees? I remember speaking of like the incest things. I remember the bee was talking about hooking up with another bug. I forget who it was. And I'm like, there's interspecies relationship. Which is technically impossible if you're never supposed to leave the hive unless all the pollen jockeys are just impregnating all they these They don't bugs. follow the rules, and it upsets me. And I'm like, Josh, you shouldn't be upset. It's the bee movie. <laughs> the pollen jockeys don't have rules you're forgetting all they have to do is be born get buff and then like like penetrate flowers and then that's it yeah, the berry was just a beach at the end he wasn't even buff and i was like this is kind of whack berry shouldn't be <laughs> but i just i feel like the bees are the bees are just slaves that are just happy to be slaves. And I'm like, this is a weird lesson. It's like the house elves from Who Harry were like Potter. just happy about it. Yeah, and then Barry B. Benson was the Hermione of the story. See, when they were going with the whole like, alright, this is this movie's about how important bees are to our society and that showing them that they need to work to make the world go around. I'm like, okay. But it just it plays off as like these bees are slaves who never get a day off and they're all happy with it. <laughs> Except for Larry King. Mm-hmm. Be Larry King was just living his life. Be Larry King. I don't even think he lives in the hive. He has like a penthouse in the tree or whatever. Oh. He's not a part of I remember of that. they were mentioning different bee celebrities like Be Larry King, and it is confirmed that Bee Jesus exists. <laughs> and I got so happy. That that even further like that moved my be religion question even further. Like how does he know about Jesus? Do they His name is but Jesus. No, they don't. <laughs> because they're all Jewish, so they can't <laughs> so Jesus they're is so a thing. Jewish. And I think that comes off of just like Seinfeld was a pretty Jewish show cuz the creator was Jewish and he brought that into it and it just seems like mm-hmm. probably because we associate Seinfeld with that we just think the B movie has these mm-hmm. underlying tone can the next garbage movie we watch be Trolls like the first Trolls oh, but that means we'd have to watch Trolls I have a theory <laughs> on Trolls we're gonna have so much content that... for y'all you don't even know. It's gonna be amazing. Everyone. It's gonna, Everyone's it's gonna, gonna, gonna love be one it. week is like the Godfather, and the next week is Shrek Four. <laughs> I've been meaning to watch the. Godfather. So I didn't mention this yet, and I knew you'd be interested. I don't know okay. where it was like located. I think it was California, but this like college made up and performed a musical. Of the B movie. And it's called like. You like get. Do you like jazz. The B movie musical. (laughs) And I found it on YouTube. And the recording was like. Two hours and 30 minutes. And I'm like. This is so long. And it's a musical. Yeah that's like the average length of a. That's like the average length of a musical. If there's dialogue. Oh my god. You didn't tell me about this I know. I need to send you the link. I'll probably put the link of the show. Yeah you do. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone needs to watch Just it. The, I, we need to do a B musical locally. 
Uh, I mean, if we begged our theater teacher... But then again, we're doing Shrek, so we already already reset. (gasps) No. Bella graduated, so we can't ask her to direct it. Right, right. We have to make it. We have to find someone else that's... (gasps) I know who wants to direct. We'll ask her. Okay, exactly do it. (laughs) B-movie musical coming to Michigan. It'll be like, and it'll be for the acting class. It'll be their like trimester summative. It'll be glorious, and everybody will get an A. It's got to be a full like music too. It can't be like that one X stuff. But like, I'm watching this, (laughs) and I'm like, why can't the the actual beat movie be a musical? I mean, I don't think that's Jerry Seinfeld. Exactly, that's the best part. Gary Steinfeld. <laughs> I I don't think I could stand half an hour of Jerry Seinfeld singing about his B problems jazz style, let alone two and a half or an hour and a half for that matter. Okay, another favorite scene is when they win the court case and then all of a sudden these guys with guns start going and collecting all the honey and they're like threatening people who have honey. And then we get to knock off Winnie the mm-hmm. Pooh and Piglet. And they have like an assault rifle in their faces, <laughs> demanding the honey. And I'm like, this this is this is happening. That is probably my least favorite part of the movie. No one needed a poorly animated Winnie the Pooh cameo <laughs> who doesn't even talk the entire right, another time. Another fact, but the, the voice actor for Winnie the Pooh, Jim Cummings, is actually like voicing someone in this movie, but he didn't voice Winnie the Pooh. Knock off. He voiced the narrator <laughs> in the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, we didn't need that, but at oh. the same time, I was like, this is awesome. This is the theme movie. The only good part was when he was like, when the guy with the rifle was talking to him and talking to Piglet, and he was like, he'll be fine in a few hours. He's just unconscious. And then, Pi- then Piglet, just a single <laughs> nod. Like he knew See, it the was part coming. Of, the thing about that is that I assumed the movie was done, and there was still like twenty five minutes left or something. It's the ending is such garbage. Like it should have just ended there, but then they had to. I guess they had to tie in the fact that he went with the pollen jock. Oh, the final scene is for yeah, little. him with the pollen jock. After he's like a lawyer too, mm-hmm. like he's doing dual jobs, which. The fact that Barry still gets to be like a pollen jock after that and still be a teeny tiny little boy only proves my theory that pollen jock isn't even about the breeding. It's about, it's like a popularity context. It's a social thing. Barry totally, like, he bribed his way on there. Mm hmm. He didn't even do anything. He ruined their Barry lives. Barry B. Benson could have easily like, been a terrorist, and we all wouldn't have seen it coming. <laughs> we would have been like, Barry, no. The only, the only good thing, like, 975 things happened, and the only good thing was that he took, he got, like, the bees out of the ghetto. Alright, I'm gonna have to mention one I'm more thing that just... really bugged me, and this, I'm, like, nitpicking okay. this film at this point, but... I have three pages of notes. Don't talk to me about nitpicking. There's few scenes. You know, the scene where Barry's talking to his parents and he's filling in the pool filled with honey and he's perfectly fine. And then there's another scene where a guy jumps into a pool of honey and he gets stuck. And it bothered me so much. <laughs> I had to bring it up. This whole film is an inconsistency. All right. Anything else you want to bring up? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking. Um... <laughs> Whole damn movie, very Jewish. And directly above that, gross old man sex story. I don't remember this movie at all, and I've only watched it two days ago, guys. <laughs> it's been two days. See, I, wa- <laughs> I watched it three times, which is why I have so many night notes. Also, when they... <laughs> When they yell black and yellow as like a unification thing, one, one communism, two, that's just like me and you saying white. 
every like every time we get excited <laughs> i don't understand oh also because of their the whole weird time thing with like the whole oh it's forever we're having a job forever the same job forever but then like the whole school was only like a period of like a week and a half Barry should have rapidly aged over the course of the movie like by the end of the movie he should have been a crippled old man too wise for I think it's one of those things where once you get to a certain age you stop aging in like cartoon world you know they just don't age you no this movie, honestly, though, <laughs> it had some grim undertones to it, where they're just like, yeah, the bees will all work until they die. And then we just replace them with new bees. <laughs> and there's so much subtext to this that no one really wants to hear about. But at the same time, it's like... Like, none of my questions ever got answers. They just kept getting, like, either more proof or, like, deeper and deeper. Like, oh, every time a bee dies, that's when (laughs) a position opens up. Another reason why Frankie even has a funeral in the first place. No one will ever know. I'm totally blanking on who Frankie is right now. That, in the beginning of the movie, when... Um, Barry and Adam are in the car and Adam's like hey are you going to Frankie's funeral and Barry's like no he's an idiot he stung a squirrel everybody knows that you just need to calm down and get out of the way Barry was such a dick about it I was like bro he died but at the same time it seems like Adam is the only one going to how are they having a funeral if they have no days off are they just going at night yeah, no days off, like, and if you're having funerals for other bees and a bee dies every, like, three, 0.3 seconds, then the only thing you're doing is working and mourning. <laughs> this film is so dark. <laughs> it's... All right, real question, mm-hmm. though. First off, do you think we're the only podcast who's ever done the bee movie? I don't think we're the only podcast. I just think it's few and far in between. I wonder if people ever search like B movie podcast and if stuff comes up. There's gotta be one somewhere out there. If there's a podcast entirely dedicated to the singly singular movie, the B movie, I I think I, I don't wanna do the podcast. I don't know anymore. how you could do content <laughs> week to week. It's not that long. I there's mean... But then again, there's so much to dive into. With everything that I have right here, I think I could do at least six episodes. Okay, real question. Real <laughs> question time. Why didn't we get a B-movie too? What happened? I don't think Jerry wants that for Did himself. you know the, what was the box office on this one? Couldn't have been that good. Uh, I'll look. Because right. I'm, uh, I'm wondering why we didn't. We got there was like B movie parodies, like you know Ratatouille to Ratatouille. There was like a B movie version of that. Two hundred and ninety three point six million. That was the total box office. That's actually not bad. Yeah, Over the Hedge did better. Oh, okay, that's kind of bad. <laughs> and no one like. You're the only person that I've ever talked to about Over the Hedge that even knew what it was. I mean, I I feel like everyone knew what Over the Hedge was. Dude, like, who am I talking to that they don't know? I know. People need to be educated, is what I'm saying. The thing about the B movie is (laughs) that I can't imagine it being a huge hit at all. It's got, like, a 50% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is hilarious. That, like, half critics love it and half critics hate it. (laughs) But, like, it's got to have... A 6.1 out of 10. It's got to get this, like, occult following after something. It's one of those movies, like, I'm sure The Big Lebowski was similar, where when it came out, like, no one, like, no one liked it. But then someone somewhere rewatched it and was like, what is this? And then everyone did it. That's the thing about cult. I like cult following films. They're, like, films that just didn't hit. But then after a while, people are like, hey, yeah, this is actually, like something that i enjoy and now we get like 
this whole podcast about a B movie. Wait, wait, wait. Will there be a B movie too? People also ask. Right. Um, might I don't know if it's confirmed. There's got to be a possibility. But it could be released. Released on February fifth, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty. No. We need a B movie too. Dude. I'm le- this is what I'm reading with my own eyes. I mean, there's pretty much sequels in- to everything that are, like, in development. Mm-hmm. But the chances of, the, especially with everything being shut down right now, the chances of there being a B-movie, too, is probably something none. They're probably going to push it back, like, two years. There's got to be a point somewhere where DreamWorks doesn't have any big IPs anymore besides the Boss Baby 4. And they're, like, <laughs> we're gonna have to go back to the beginning the B movie because you know they're not gonna touch Shrek again mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that like maybe when you you and I are like 25 30 that that whole sequel thing is gonna be over and people are just gonna start making movies again because DreamWorks and like everyone else who makes sequels all the time is like it's not even to continue the story. It's, it's, it's exclusively to, to like to milk it as much as possible, which is why I liked Frozen Two so much because it obviously wasn't that. Yeah, I'm not a big sequel guy. I like original standalone stuff. Like that's if I want mm-hmm. sequels, I'm gonna watch a TV show with multiple seasons that continues the story. Yeah, a movie. I just need that that whole thing condensed. Unless it's Shrek, then I need. Seven million Shrek. Obviously. Not seven million Shreks. There's only so many places that you can go with Shrek unless you took all of his kids and then give them their their own like offshoot. Alright, I think I'm like I you... think I'm good on this thing. You wanna rate this? Ah, uh, sure. Alright, so rating system. How are you how are you feeling about rating it out of bees? Five out of five Bs. Five Bs sounds like plenty. All right, how many how many Bs <laughs> you gonna give the B movie? Um, three Bs out of five Bs. All right, that's that's not that's a decent amount of Bs. It's like an average B. It's it's cute, but once you get into it, the last two stars two stars is like world building and general consistency and she just doesn't have that see i want to give this five b's and at the same time a half a b but i can't do that (laughs) half a b is really harsh i know half a b is reserved for movies we'll do later cat but um (laughs) i'm gonna have to go with one and a half b's it's not that great of a film and I do enjoy it You're still. Just... I'd still give it like a positive, just for it being so insane. But yeah, I'm not. Gonna... I think you're just too young. I need I need more rewatches <laughs> of the B movie for my rating to go up. Yeah, watch it a second time. I'm gonna tell you to do this a lot with movies that I've watched and you haven't. Watch it a second time. Yeah, the B movie is one of those films that you the first watch is gonna feel weird. And then once you watch it more and more and become numb to the feeling that it presents, you'll like it more. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So that is that it? That's the podcast. Maybe we'll come back for an episode two. Maybe we won't. Thank you. you know, it's been fun. First, first of all, thank you for inviting me to do this podcast. Oh, you're you. coming back next week, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. No, the, that, this, this is, it. is it. I was just here for the B movie. Can you imagine if you ditched me? Like two friends. It was and then it was two <laughs> friends for the B movie, and then just one friend for, for everything else. <laughs> oh, we have to we have to reach out to all those celebrities to get them to do our intro. <laughs> Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, we had a cool intro. If not, you can blame me for not putting the effort in. But hopefully. Actually, hopefully, you should be able to access this through anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know. Don't you have to get approved for Spotify, though? I think we'll get approved. I mean, it's the B-movie. We'll Spotify too. looks at that. 
They just bought Joe Rogan the other day. <laughs> what? The Joe Rogan podcast is like the biggest podcast that Spotify bought him to go exclusively mm. over there or something. Okay. But yeah, hopefully we'll be back next week with another. Well, I mean, something. We'll watch something. We'll talk about something. We'll have to watch. It has to be something good this time. Next yes, time. We'll, we'll, we'll come back with something that's not the B movie, everyone. Thank you.